The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to our Rotherham United podcast. Uh, today we'll be doing the greatest games again, the greatest games. Today is going to be McDonald's away in 2016. Uh, one of the one of the best away days, certainly that I've ever been to. 4-0 win. Yes. It's basically made of survival and sent Carl Robinson's MK Dons basically sent them down. Um, I've got some nice quotes from Carl to come later on, so Mick will enjoy those. <laughs> uh, we've got full house again. Danny's found found, a, found some time on a midweek to spend a, an hour or so with us. Thank you very Hello. much, Daniel. You're welcome. We are ever so gracious and grateful. And uh, Ben's here as well. Ben's done a little quiz, so we'll do a quiz before we get started properly. Yep. And Mick, obviously, as already uh, mentioned. Uh, yep. Before we get started, we'll mention on the results of the polls we did for the greatest 11. Um, they ended Monday night, and we had Frecklington and Volks in as central <clears> midfielders. <throat> uh, Frecklington won by an absolute landslide. Um, the place, the second place, was actually really, really close, only about thirty or so votes in it, I think, something like that. Um, but Volks gets in, so that's that's our midfield partnership. And then we'll move on on Sunday. We'll get with the strikers, and then probably do a manager's one, I imagine, afterwards as well. A controversial decision from some people, weren't it? Some people are particularly enamoured uh, by those choices, but yeah, and I get that though. There's some fantastic players, midfielders we've had, um, as I'm sure you'll mention. We Kev Watson's somebody we didn't mention, yes, who we should have mentioned, really. Yeah, we should definitely. Um, really good player, weren't he? Cracking player. It was, I, I seem to remember him getting a lot of stick when he played for us, you know, towards yeah. the end, yes. He was a very fragile. I think he was quite a fragile personality, weren't he? And I think he, he, he a very much a confidence player. Yeah. Um, 
and particularly around at that time, we weren't exactly famed for our tolerance of, uh, of players. <laughs> oh, I had, I had an off game, were, were we, as a, as a set of supporters, if I remember rightly? No, I also seem to remember somebody else uh, getting a bit of stick from fans. I remember Darren Garner getting some stick and flagging one that stands off. Yeah. Um, so that just and that would have rough, that was probably around the same time as well, wasn't it? It, it would have been, yeah. It would have been, but uh, a good player. And is, is he managing Eastley now, Kev Watson? Uh, Ebbsfleet, I think. Ebbsfleet, sorry. Yeah. Or somebody in the conference. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll move on. That's done, so that's, uh, that's that. So we'll start with the quiz again, like we did last time. Ben's got seven questions and a guest to player, Ben. Yes. Excellent. So, everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who is the player... That we received the most money for when selling. Ever? Yeah. Cool. Everybody ready? Yeah. Danny? Yeah. Uh, selling. I'm yes. going to go for... It's between two players. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, I'm going to go with... I think... I'm going to go with Danny Ward. I think he was more than a Jai, but I'm not sure. Matt? I've gone Volks, because it was 2.5 million. Mick? Oh, I forgot about Volks. Well, I've gone for semi Jai. Volks. Yeah. I forgot about Volks. Yeah. I didn't even realise they went for 2.5 million. Well, it went for 2.5, and then we've got an add-on, and then Danny Ward went for just two, I think. I with, thought he was, uh, he, was more than, he was more than a Jai, wasn't he, Ward? Yeah, but a giant so, five, and we got add-ons for a giant. Matt, yeah, I don't think add-ons go. He's uh, one nil up. Yeah. Um, you ready? Yeah. Our record attendance was twenty-five plus thousand, but which Yorkshire club was it against? I know this one. I don't even know it. <laughs> well, I've got a well, our record home attendance. Yeah. Uh, okay. Back in the days before health and safety. Danny? I'm just, I don't know. I'm just going to say Chef United. You jammy git. You, that, that was a guess, <laughs> weren't it? Yeah. Chef <laughs> yeah, United. So everybody gets one point that round. Has anybody nicked Danny's phone off him? I was going I don't think that, that'll even be on Google. <clears throat> Google. I was gonna. It right. was between them and Leeds, and I thought back in the day, probably Sheffield United. To be honest. Everybody ready? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which World Cup winner made their professional debut against Rotherham? Against Rotherham. Yeah. I know this one. I know this one. Mick knows it as well, even if he doesn't. Mick, think you were, Mick, you were the one that told me this a long time ago. Just tell him answer, why don't you? <laughs> I know. Everybody answer. ready? Yeah. yeah. Danny? Have your gas. Yep. Yep. Have your gas. Yep. So Matt's in the lead. Yeah. <clears throat> Our highest league finish was third in the championship, but what decade was it in? <clears throat> yeah. Everybody ready? Yeah. Danny? Yeah. What's your answer? Uh, 90s. 
No, 2000s. Sorry. Matt? <laughs> 50s. Oh. Matt? 50s. Yeah, Mick? 60s. 50s. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought we'd only been to the championship to three times. We spent a lot of time in, in, in second tier, a lot of time in second tier over years. Oh, I think the phrasing of it, championships, not really correct, is it? Oh, excuses are coming out of question four. Yeah. So that's a win. <laughs> right, this one is whoever's closest. What is um? Oh, our record appearance holder is Danny Williams, but how many appearances did he make? Oh, Matt knows this. I'm sure he does. No, I know. I know ballpark, but I don't know exactly. Whoever's closest gets the point. Go on then, Danny. I'm gonna say around. 470. Oh. Matt? 462. Oh. Mick? Oh, that, this is no good, is it? 386. No. 459. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Within three. Paul Ace has got more than 400, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, see how much I know, doesn't it? Next. Right, this is um last question before I guess the player. <clears throat> the, yeah. This oh, Matt, I counted wrong. Matt, I counted it wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of clues for the guess the player. All right, okay. Which of our current players has the most overall league caps, not just for Rotherham? Overall. So, overall oh. league appearances? Yeah. It's got to be this guy, isn't it? It's got to be, hasn't it? Got to be. Oh. <laughs> Danny? I'm going to say Richard Wood. Got to be Matt? Richard Wood. Mick? Richard Wood. Billy Jones. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. I knew that I'd catch you all out. Uh, there we go. Like, going on to guess the player. Matt's in the lead with the uh, by three uh, with five. So Yeah, well, it's pretty much all down to this, isn't it? I would say, yeah. if, 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 if somebody gets on the first question, all them previous questions were completely pointless, weren't they? How many clues is there? Um, there is uh, eight. That's a lot. No, yeah, eight. Have you done a general one or a Rotherham one? General. Fair enough. All oh, right, okay. When we get to a certain clue, you will guess it very, very quickly. So he grew up in boulogne sur mer in France. That's the first clue. <laughs> Stop, Ginger oh, Dan. Nope. Bologna. Yeah. Is... Paul Pogba. Nope. Is he a current or former player? Mick. No, no, no questions. No questions. Mick. Yeah. Zidane. I said Zidane. Matt said that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's your guess. Right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> he was once investigated when playing for his national team about being involved in an incident that involved prostitutes. Stop! Mick! Benzema! Nope. Ah! Oh. Mick! Yep. Didier Deschamps? Nope. No! Nah. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Blanc? Nope. <clears throat> right. Messi, Ronaldo, Ozil and Suarez are the only players to have more assists. What in the, ever? In general. 
in in uh, competitive com- competitions. Stop. I'm gonna Robert Perez. Nope. Uh, stop. Val- yep. Valbuena. Nope. Mick. Thierry Henry. Nope. Oh. Ooh. Right. Um. He retired for his national team after the 2014 World Cup. Stop. Pursue Patrice Evra. Nope. Oh. Uh, I, I was so sure of Benzema. I was so sure. Got ten seconds. He was the Benzema was involved. It was the other player. <sighs> you got ten seconds. Where? Yes. Yeah, Payet. I don't know. Nope. Come on. Oh, right. Um. When he was two, he was involved in a car crash. Oh, yep. Yeah. Matt. Oh no, yes. he was. Yes. <laughs> so Matt gets three points, no four points for that. Oh never. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty. Hot. That was the clue, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, that was what that was a clue. I didn't realise he'd been involved in a car crash. I just thought it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got uh, crashing when he was two. He got crashed into a lorry. Right. Whilst in a car, or did he just run into a lorry? <laughs> no, whilst in a car. Okay. <laughs> Other, the other appearances were he made over 200 appearances for Bayern and he now plays for Fiorentina. That Fiorentina one would not have helped me. No, would it not? I didn't know. The Bayern one would have got you though, wouldn't it? Surely. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> there we go. Matt wins by an absolute country mile. I thought because I thought because you said he was born in France, I thought he wasn't going to play for the French national team. You know, like, like a bit of a throw off. Yeah. 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 Right. I thought you got it though, me, Matt, when you said he wants investigated with prostitutes, I thought you were going to get it the next guess. It was him and Benzema that got yeah. investigated. Anyway. There we go. Well, lucky, Danny. It's always next time, mate. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, Ben. All right. So, let's move on to the greatest games. Um, we are talking about the 4-0 win at MK Dons in 2016, 2015-16 season. Yeah. Uh, but as we do, we'll do a sort of mini, mini review of the season and how we got to that game. Uh, and then all about the day, because it was a fantastic day. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. You know, the, the couple of games we've done, and with football in general, there's always a subplot with football. So when we, when we beat Leighton Orient, we obviously played them a couple of times in the season and all them years ago, we lost in playoffs. An older shot game, we had Andy Scott as manager before when we beat Andy Scott and relegated him. This was exactly the same. The first game of this season, MK Dons battered us 4-1 at home. And then obviously yeah. what happened later on, it's just all... Football does that, doesn't it? It's got yeah. this way of linking these, these games. Yes. Well, good old Carl. <laughs> Love him for bits. Well, that? go on. Oh, that were it. <laughs> I was there. I remember that 4-1 defeat at home because I remember Evans had made loads of signings and yeah. they're all meant to be these fantastic signings. We bought Ledesma back in. Uh, Alfred, we signed Alfred, we'd signed Chris Maguire. You know, it was supposed to be... It was meant to be a really good season. 
Say that again, Danny. It was meant to be a really good season, weren't it? Well, exactly. Yeah, and that lasted... Well, look, we were 3-1 down inside 35 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were horrible. It was dreadful, that. It was horrible, that game. Yeah, a Danny Collins' own goal, which just about summed up Danny Collins' entire career with us. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the season never really got going until Warnock. We didn't win until September when we beat Cardiff at home. Yeah, that was last minute, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, I think last minute from, let me find out, last minute from... Cullion on goal, really, on goal yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Cullion on goal. Um, and then we beat Birmingham the week after. Won 2 <laughs> Birmingham. And then that was the end of Evans. That was Evans' last game as manager. Weird time to go, in it? After winning two. Yeah, there was some talk about it. Where I don't know how true it is, but Evans supposedly got sacked, uh, well, left because of different directions of transfers. Yeah. Um, whether that's right or not, obviously, we, I suspect we'll never know. But um, Something that did happen while Evans was in charge in that season was that he appointed Frecklington as captain. He was the one that gave him that role. So he did yeah. uh, it, although it wasn't with us for that season, they did a, you know did us all a favour by giving up captaincy, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Redfern then came in. Uh, Neil Redfern came in after that for a very short time, really, weren't it? Yeah, he weren't, weren't with us very long, was he? Didn't really get much of a chance. Um, but, yeah, it didn't really turn it around, did he? No, it, I think it, it took a... Well, Evans left off that Birmingham game in September. We didn't win again until middle of November, which that says, oh, you, you, we never had this, yeah. did we? No. Um, but then I look at... The, we then beat... I remember beating Hull 2-0 when they had uh, Maguire and Robert yeah. people like that. That was a fantastic win under Redford. Yes. We, we battered... Hold. Danny Ward made uh, Chris McGuire look like a like a nobody. He ran him all over. Danny Ward ran him all over the shop. Yeah. Um. But then it just yeah we we beat Bolton and then one win in next ten or so sort of sealed his fate. Unfortunately for Redfern. Mm. Um. I felt I remember when Redfern got sacked. I felt a bit sorry for him because he we were supposedly got brought in for this long term project. Yeah. Um, but it didn't I, think, work. I think that's what uh, uh, that's what uh, Tony Stewart's been looking for, right? From taking over into the, that lot, somebody to to take on this long term project. Mm. Um, maybe Evans, I think, was a was a poor choice anyway. But then 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 all his choices from that point onwards, uh, from from a managerial point of view, um, I think were with a view to 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 sort of. The longer term, perhaps, with the exception of what happened at the end of this season, we're talking about. Mm. Yeah, he's been looking for a long-term man since Evans left. Um, yeah. Apart from Warnock, would obviously that would that. Although the dream would have been to keep Warnock, it, in, in, you know, I think we all knew it was only a short-term appointment, really. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, Warnock came in just before the Birmingham game in February. Thirteenth uh, of February, I've got on. I've got in here, um, and that's when things started. Well, in the, the start of the Saturday turnaround, it, that was his first. I think I remember his first game. We drew that one and then lost us next two. Mm. So it wasn't an instant impact, but well, we got there at the end, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it was it was always on a sticky wicket. That's not a really particularly appropriate phrase, is it? But you know what I mean. <laughs> always on to a bit of a loser, really, uh, because of the the. the the way the way the squad was and and you know the atmosphere within the squad must have been dreadful. You know everybody were down and it was just basically down and out. We were done and dusted, weren't we? Um, mm. uh, no, absolutely. Well, we were uh, the day before so twelfth of February. We were well three points adrift of Bristol City, but looking dead and buried. I remember we we won once that year. Yeah, we we were, like I said we were looking completely dead and buried. And he came in and took a week or two. As I like to say, it's not; it wasn't an instant impact, but it took a week. Yeah. And then it just turned into this unstoppable train that just, well, it weren't going to be stopped, were it? No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. There's two or three really, well, probably three or four. In, really, before we get to the MK Dons game, there's some, <laughs> there's some cracking games. So first, what was the second? Warnock's second win. Was it away at Hillsborough? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was like first not. away win of the season, wasn't it? Uh, I love no, second we, after we, we leads away at home, but before, oh. but it was one of those few wins away. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that day at Hillsborough, at Hillsborough was just sweet. It was sweet because it was them. It was sweet because it was us beating them, and it was sweet because Warnock could come in and. <laughs> And uh, and sort of led us into it. It was just everything about it was just so mm. sweet. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, one of the games that would time perfectly. If we'd have played when, if we, if we played them or anybody else three weeks earlier, we'd have got a bit of a pounding like we yeah. did yeah. the teams. Yeah. It was just the perfect storm to go to them a couple of weeks after Warnock settled in. Yeah, it's Neil Warnock against you know against Wednesday, and he always gets a result against. Them. Yeah. Um. And and to be fair, we usually do as well when we go down there. Yeah, yeah. We always, we all, apart from that one time we got robbed by that penalty at last minute a few years yeah. ago. We always get a result of Hillsborough. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that was sweet. That was very sweet. Four days later, we then played Middlesbrough. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll see if we can find some stats for that. Cause I bet stats for that were amazing. But yeah, we. Frecklington, weren't it? Yeah. yeah, we got battered for. Well, 88th minute we scored, so we got battered for it. Well, even, even including yeah. <laughs> even including injury time, I imagine we got battered. Um, it was just... They, I think Middle went end up going up, didn't they? Yeah. And yeah. fair to them, rightly so, because they... Yeah. But that, that, well, that, that performance on that day was just a typical Neil Warnock... Neil Warnock's team yeah. performance. Just never, ever, ever fear guy. Um, you know they throw we, we, they threw the kitchen sink and and next door's kitchen sink guys, uh, and, and they, they, we just would not give. Mm. Um, and then and j- basically jammed one in the last couple of minutes. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. And that, we talk we talk about Frecklington a lot of the day, and that was such a Frecklington thing. Yeah, uh, just just to just come up with that. Yeah, it was so good at that. Uh, Absolutely. Every good team needs a needs a needs a Lee type player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, definitely. It were it were fantastic overall, and that was that was one of his one of the favourite goals for him. And, and it's just a one 0 win at home to Millsboro. 
I really yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the th- again, what four days later, uh, Rotherham three, Derby three. <laughs> was that right? Oh, uh, oh, wow. So within within seven days, we'd beat beat us local rivals, beat top at league, and then come from three down. Yeah. Uh, to beat Derby, then we could have done. We could. Oh, we were doing MK Dons, but we could have done this game. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben, are you still there? I've been quiet. Have you all yeah. Three I've been uh, watching the Rotherham Middlesbrough highlights and um, <laughs> Halford, Halford actually got sent off after we scored. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I <didn't realize> that. <laughs> well, that that derby game, I just it was just fantastic because that that was right in the middle of Derby's bottleless period, wasn't it? You know, yeah. it was right in the middle of that period where they spent all season, every season. Pushing and pushing and pushing, and then get towards the end of the season and, and bottled it. Mm. And then I, I did they go three 0 up or three one? I can't remember. I'm three sure three 0 up. Three 0 with ten minutes. Are we going to do a separate episode on that? We could, but we'll just do it now. No yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it was just when we got one back. I remember looking at the Derby fans, and there were loads. I mean, they packed that end out, they packed their way end out. And I'd say probably 20 or 30% of them, when we pulled that first goal back, were stood there with their hands on their heads. Yeah. They knew what were coming. Yeah. And, and it, it, I don't know whether our players recognised that as well, or whether it was it came through in the Derby players or what, I don't know. But it was it, from the second that, that, first goal, that first goal of ours hit the back of the net, their fans were worried. They were quiet. They got their hands on their heads. They were, they were, they were frightened, and rightly so, because they bottled it again. Um, so anyway, it was great, fantastic. it was banging. Playing Derby, if you played Derby in March or April, the chances are you've got a good chance of getting something. Yeah. If you yeah. put that pressure on them, they're yeah. going to and that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And well, Tom has got another two goals as he always does against us, but Danny Ward, we yeah. won them bestie. Yeah. Um, with two late ones, and yeah, it were, but again, we talked about the playoff semi-final and so that's that's another one of the great New York games yes was uh, fantastic yeah absolutely uh, and then two weeks later another fantastic game we beat we beat Leeds 2-1 yes uh, Frecklington again scored yeah um, Frecklington scored 27 minutes they then scored on 79 but Derbyshire had already been sent off at that point I seem to remember this getting uh, overhauled, overturned. It was something like, I think somebody pulled Darvish's arm and it sort of pushed him away a bit. Yeah. Referees seen it as basically an elbow. That's true, yeah. Sent Darvish off it, which were, well, Kevin Friend was referee, actually, so Premier League referee. Well, very, very good then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to the 89th minute and all, it's one of, the, one of those games, a bit like the Derby went a different way. All hell broke loose. I think Frecklington got through and keepers. Keepers clean Frecklington out to give a penalty. Keeper's yeah. been sent off, having already made three substitutions. Both teams now down to ten men, and we've got a penalty in 89th minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Al- Greg Alford did about just about the only good thing in a Rotherham shirt and buried the penalty. Yeah. And those that's four games now, whatever we've talked about, and they all sum up Neil Warnock. Yeah, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, massively. About sendings off and penalties and last minute <laughs> this and last minute, you know, everything about it is 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 Warnock, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, and he's done it wherever he's been, <laughs> or his teams have done it wherever he's gone. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Yes, fantastic. Ben, do you remember that one? Uh, which game? The Leeds one. Uh, no, I don't actually. Bless I've you. been uh, I've been watching um, the <laughs> derby game just to get some <laughs> get some uh, remembrance. You meant to do that before we start recording. I know, I know, I know. Well, I'll watch it talk, now. What we're talking about, you get watching MK Don's four 0 because we'll talk no. more to that now. Uh, 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 Welcome back, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, the the, the build up to the MK Don's game again was just it was all or nothing. Well, it wasn't all or nothing. I, I don't know. Why I said that it's not all or nothing. It was. If we won it to send them down. I think. Basically, yeah. I'll try. I'll get the league table at the time, but it was. If we lost with it, I think they'd have gone within a couple of points of us. Yeah. But if we won, we'd have gone nine points clear with 12 left to play for or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they'd done a bit of a derby in terms of bottling it towards the end of the season. They'd had a pretty good start to their season. Yeah, they had. Well, they're beating us. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were probably top of the league first day of the season. So, yeah. Um, and it were... Yeah, we took, we took a lot. Um, yeah, we did. I seem to remember as we were obviously signed top tier and they'd not sold any in bottom tier. It no. felt like they purposely just tried to push us as far yeah. as possible. Yeah. Well, uh, I think they did. About three and a half thousand tickets, didn't they, initially? Yeah. Um, and obviously they all sold out, so then they started selling them in that bottom tier as well. But, mm. um, yeah. What, one of my memories of that, it's the first time I've been to Stadium MK. Mm. And what a waste that stadium is. Yeah, just what a fantastic stadium. Yeah, really is a, a wonderful, a great stadium. I think. Oh yeah. Waste. If if that was somebody like a, a bigger club, like if, if that were Fulham Stadium, let's use Fulham as an example. Yeah. Fill out twenty odd thousand, you'd be thinking this is a fantastic stadium. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. State of the art facilities, this, that, other. It's brilliant. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. with six thousand people in, it's no good. I don't get any ideas. They might pop back down to London and buy Fulham instead. <laughs> yeah, well, here, yeah, move them and all. It was a typical grim April's day for him. We weren't a beautiful, sunshiny day. We were a bit grim. See, we were very cold. Yeah, grand National Day. I remember it, being, it was Grand National that day as well. Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, 13,000 there. And we'll start as we started, one minute in, Matty Derbyshire. Yeah. Um, Lovely run from Ward, if I remember correctly, Grant Ward. Yeah, I was going to say, watching that back, I seem to I remember at the time that Grant Ward had a fantastic game, and watching it yeah. back, he had a fantastic game. He so, were just fantastic players in general. Yeah. I didn't even realise first goal went in until like, everyone started celebrating. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. see it. Because he missed, didn't he? He missed as well. He tried a little flick. He saved it, and then it fell to him. Yeah. Again. It's a shame first one didn't go in because that first one, if, if that little flick had gone in, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that's uh, that was Derbyshire, weren't it? You know, he, he was there ready to pounce again when to, when uh, when it came bouncing back off a keeper. So. Mm. So yeah, great start. Yeah, I did love Derbyshire as well. It was it was such a, yeah, it was just a striker, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good, yeah. It was a bit of an old-fashioned fox in the box type player. Who, Put him in within 12 yards at goal and he'll just get you a goal. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Anything else, he wasn't amazing at, but that were that were his, yeah. uh, his job, really. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes, well, 17 minutes, Leon Best scores a penalty. 
Did yeah. you, have you watched it back? Did you see who won the penalty? It Woody. Woody. <laughs> Woody. <laughs> they, they, yeah, their lo- fans didn't think dive. it were. Yeah. Well, I'll, 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 what I should do is go to line-up, really, shouldn't we? So we can give credit to everybody that played that day, I suppose. Yeah. I, I didn't realise we were playing until I watched this, until I watched it back. Yeah. Uh, Lee Camp were in goal. Uh, Stephen Kelly were right back, who I forgot plays for us and all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> centre-back uh, partnership of the dream team. Kirky Broadfoot and Richard Wood. Animals. Animals. <laughs> they, and then, again, we talk about a bit of being typical Warnock. They're, uh, that, those type of players are Warnock's favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Two, two big lads. Win every header. Make yourself a nuisance in box, other, other box and all. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and Matic played as well. Matic. I think it was, I think Matic's first season for us. Yeah, it probably yeah, yeah. Oh, the or second, first or second. Yeah, we're early days for him. Um, and the midfield four, looking at this, I can't quite work out who was where, but in the midfield four was Halford, Ward, Frecklington, who got brought off before half time, and Smallwood. Um, looking at that, I can't quite work out who would have been where. Ward, I assume, was on the right hand side from that first goal. Yeah. If Freckleton play out left, left. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was just gonna say that. I'm not sure that Frex didn't play out left in that game and that might be why he got took off. Mm. Anyway. That would make sense, yeah. Newell, Newell got brought on for him, so that would make that would make sense. Yeah. Uh and up top Derbyshire and uh, best. You two strikers have both scored, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, two 0 half time and absolutely sailing. We were we had, uh, we'll come on to Carl Robinson's comments after the game in a minute. Oh, please. But <laughs> we absolutely battered them. Yeah, we did. We did. And then just carried on after the second, into the second half. Although they had, they had a few decent efforts on goal, actually. I didn't realise. Mm. My, my memory, I've obviously watched it back, and my memory of it was that we just battered them from yeah. minute one to minute 90. But they had a few decent efforts on goal, and mm. they had a few, saves to, to, a few saves to make, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And that Jake Foster Kasky went on to. We went on to Science season after he ate bar. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Dalielli played for them. Uh, I think this was a, no, because Dalielli got got them promoted. Uh-huh. It would have been the season before he was there. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah so that that was what made Foster Kasky come to us with the reputation of being a free kick expert, wasn't it? That, yeah. I don't think he scored first though, did he? No, he, did, did he? no, he never quite worked out. No, he didn't work. Uh, could put, well, also, also Darren Potter played for McDonald's. Yeah. And also Alex Ravel started up front for him. Oh, yeah. I forgot he for played them. for them, yeah. I didn't realise that. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I thought it came on as a sub, but anyway, there you go. Whatever. Oh, yeah, because he went in net for them, didn't he, at one point? Or with that... I don't know, not, not in that game, but yeah. well, that was another team. They did go in there. I'll probably put them kid on. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. And then up, up, up pops Kirky. Super Kirky Broadfoot. <laughs> yeah, I hated it, wasn't it? I loved Broadfoot. It was just a typical... Yeah. Wasn't it? It was, yeah, definitely. And it was such a, it was a great edge. It was from a decent distance and all. It weren't like you were three yards out or whatever it was from around penalty spot wasn't it, it? Was, yeah absolutely it was yeah uh, definitely um yeah and and yeah it's just his reaction his reaction were fantastic 
sliding <laughs> over his knees at corner flag as a central defender. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. And then Richard Smallwood with the best goal I've seen him score. Oh, I think he's going to score for Blackburn, but geez, this one were good. <laughs> it looked brilliant, didn't it? Yeah. It it. To be fair, we were a little bit and behind it. Yeah. Um, but Carl Robinson claims that he shinned it. He did shin it. There is no about it. I when, you it. when you bury it like that, you can, you know, my right goes in. <laughs> I think it hit him on knee and rolled down his shin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shinned it, whatever. Still ended up in top corner, Carl. Suck it <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, and that that was the game. And that was the 4 0 game. Um, the. St- the, the stats don't necessarily back up what, how I felt it went, but looking at the stats, does, yeah. again? Score does. Score does, yeah. Come on, come on. I, I need to know what's Carla to say. Come on. Uh, well, they were lucky. Uh, it's, it put, it put, uh, we were the better team in between the two boxes by far, but we're not as good as other teams in the boxes. It's as simple as that. And I don't think it's fair to boo me individually because I don't agree with it. I can't find any other comments. He definitely said that we were lucky. I can't find can't find any any links now. But he thought that they were the better team anyway. Basically, he, he lost four 0 but he thought they were oh, better. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not just the better team, better better team by far. Well, absolutely. Much like Oxford were when we played them at Oxford this year. Oh, we beat them three one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not convinced that Carl's fully got a grasp of the concept of football. To be honest. <laughs> Well, I mean, anyway, <laughs> there's nothing gives. Well, there's, there are a few things, but not many things give me greater pleasure than getting one over on Kyle Robinson. <laughs> the man's an absolute arse. And for some reason, he doesn't like us. I don't get it. But anyway, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Don't like us, mate. Mm. <laughs> You've had you. He had his day in the sun on that opening day of that season. Yeah. He needs to look back at that because he's not going to get another one. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and just to follow up on the game, uh, as much as that those blood, guts and thunder games, everything happened, the next five games against Sumac Warnock, once the job was done, once we were safe by nine points, mm. we drew three and lost two, losing the last game of the season 5-1. Yeah. We drew a lot of nil-nils, didn't we? Yeah, we did nil-nil, one-one, nil-nil, lost one-nil to Blackburn and lost 5-1 to... To Hull. Oh. Warnock's very much one of those people. Is once the job's done, it's all right. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's why it's so popular because it, it, it's, it's all it's all work, it's all work until it's not, and then it's just sort of relax and yeah, yeah. get on with it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he gave us some good times. It's always back into that season, and obviously that match, mm. uh, that match was just. It's always great to go away. And get a result when it means something when it's that important. Yeah. You know those those are the those are the matches. It, it means more away from home than it does at home at times. Mm. Only a bit, but it, it well it doesn't mean anymore. It's just more memorable, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know. The atmosphere is almost always better away. Yeah. Because you've got every we're at home. You tend to be a bit more spread out, whereas yeah. away we're all in all quite close. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, when it's good, it's amazing like that. When it's bad, it's like Rochdale. And it's, it's yeah. bad and toxic and everything. So it, it's two a double-edged sword. But yeah, that uh, that McDonald's game is probably my favourite away day 
that I can think of. My, yeah. That's my second favourite. Go on, then, what's your favourite? Uh, my favourite's Bradford away. Mm. Yeah, well, we get that. Yeah, that was a good game as well. Yeah. There's quite a few people shared um, shared shared some stuff on Facebook about this the McDonald's game as well. I don't know whether you've seen it. I saw the one with the um, mascot. Yeah, Beth Stone, uh, it's her grandson, Kenzie Smith, Kenzie Adam Smith, the mascot that day. And the photos are great because he's obviously on the team in the, in the dressing room after the game and everything else. Uh, it must have been a fantastic day for, for him mm. as, as much as it was for everybody else. Uh, but that, those photos are brilliant. Yeah, they are, definitely. If you're if you, if you, if you, if you not seeing them on Facebook, have a look on that page. Um, Some of the photos there. They're brilliant. Um, and a quick mention for Gary Pritchard as well, because he's put on something on about his uh, Kirky scored T-shirt that he managed, he managed to get printed after that game. I don't know how many. I can't remember how many times Broadwood played for us, but surely that must have been his only goal. He, he won more penalties than he scored goals. I know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you were brilliant at scoring at winning, at winning the penalty. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the biggest guy to, have th- to throw himself around. Yeah. Uh, that was his only goal, yes. Yeah. He's only scored two since for anybody. <laughs> yeah. But again, you said talk about winning. I'm, I'm sure I saw him on telly winning a penalty for Kilmarnock against Rangers. Yeah. Few, not not long ago. So he's still still doing business. Yeah, good man, good lad, good lad. And yeah, so that's that was survival the season after. We uh, we'll all get rid of our memories because it was horrendous. But that worst season ever. Yes, that was. But the, but that's you said that. Mm. Oh, I missed. I've missed a question out of my quiz. Oh, I just remembered. Yeah. I've just oh, remembered. We'll finish right. with it. Save it. And we'll finish with it. We'll finish with oh. it. Oh. You said that next season was the worst ever. It was. But had it not been for that next season, we wouldn't be where we are now. Which I accept is in League One, but that's not what I mean. I'm talking about what we've got as a, as a club and, and the way the club's going and who we've got in charge and and the way it's being run. I don't think we would have been in the same position position had that season not been that bad. So yeah, it's every cloud every cloud has a silver lining, doesn't it? I suppose it's, it's a real shame we couldn't convince Warnock to stay on, and I don't think you're ever gonna. No, um, but he could have done stuff with us. That might be me just sort of dreaming a little bit, but I, with what Warnock can do with no money, he could have done something. Yeah, definitely. And, and if he would have done it, for me, that would have been his greatest achievement. Like something like Rodham somewhere would be just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, the only thing I would say is obviously his wife being ill. So yeah, absolutely. And, and, and rightly so as well. Yeah, it's not, it's not just about football, is it? I, I get yeah, that. Um, but and now you mentioned that, it's obviously worth mentioning. It. Talk about fans, the fans towards Warnock and his wife. I remember at the time they were absolutely brilliant. This, they, yeah, a lot, of, loads of fans put loads of money together and sent down a, a big bunch of flowers to his yeah. wife. Um, and that's just yeah, that's just the good side of football. That yeah, it is absolutely it is. Um, and, and despite the fact he in sort of leaving us. For a bigger club and, and everything else, nobody nobody would ever bear him any grudge. No. Um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we wouldn't have. Well, got, I think he got robbed at Cardiff with that Chelsea game. 
Well, let's go into that because that's that was just VAR. That was dire. That, that was diabolical. That was that was shocking. One of the worst. One of the worst VAR games that I've ever watched. No, that was before VAR. No, it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. Yeah, it were. That Sorry, was my that, bad. That was worst decisions I think that pushed VAR in. Yeah, that, because that, game. that was the worst refereeing game that I've ever seen in a long time. Yeah, I do remember that. I was horrendous. It, 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 for me, it, and it, sent, it sent Cardiff down, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, it did. It did. It cost Cardiff their Premiership place. Um, uh, and and yeah, it's been. It was the worst refereeing performance I've ever seen since the last Rotherham match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was absolutely disgraceful. But anyway, yes. anyway, moving on. Yeah, uh, moving on. A uh, couple of bits to mention before we uh, we move on. I'll just let tell everybody if they're not seen on Twitter. Mick and Danny went on the Wolves podcast, the seventy seven club, um, to have a chat about the six four game, which another game we could have, we could have done for the greatest games. Yeah. Um, but they did a season review for that year and they had Mick and Danny on to talk about that. So if anyone wants to go get, get that a listen yeah. towards the end, it's uh, it's quite good. I quite enjoyed listening to it, guys. Oh, thank you very much. Danny, should, should I should have pushed that offside a bit harder, but I thought you know. <laughs> Only me and Danny against four of them. We weren't going to work. <laughs> we weren't going to cut it. <laughs> you, you went on a Wolves podcast to talk about Rotherham and still managed to bring up that Sheffield United game where we think, oh, not going to go yeah. that. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> you were Mike Dean, weren't it? Yeah, I suppose. You know, Dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair... And, and they were they were lovely lads. No, yeah. honestly, they were. They were really lovely lads and everything else. But you know, it, it, there was that little bit of well, they were your cup final, weren't it? Uh, no, lads, it weren't. No, <laughs> sorry, it weren't. That went against Sheffield United, mate, for us that season, which we also lost. Then Leeds. Then <laughs> I know they weren't. You know. Anyway. Right. So. I want to mention, obviously, as everybody's aware, just a quick mention for Peter Madden, who, um, who died mm. this week, uh, ex, ex-Rodham captain, played for us for 11 years, uh, way back when. Um, but, you know, you, I know, obviously, when something like this happens, you, 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 you only hear good things, but I've heard a lot said about him in the past as well, um, as being a great player and, a, and everything else. So, it's um, you know, it's sad. It's really, really sad, but um, it's another one lost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah added to the what is now a growing list for Rodham this year. This yeah, it is. year or so, we've had a, losing people left, right, and centre. Unfortunately, it's it's been terrible. Yeah, it has. It has. So um, that um, <laughs> that that New Year's Day oh, we lost this year list. Oh, God, uh, it'll be a long one this year, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Right, unfortunately, yeah, you're right. Quite an emotional one as well, really. But um, so yeah, I thought, I thought obviously, obviously, our thoughts are with uh, with Peter's family. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really sad. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. So mm. on to slightly on to well, not a semi positive. We're going to the football that is not happening and what might happen with it. There's not much of an update from the football league at the minute, but there is precedence being set. Around Europe now, in Belgium and Scotland. Well, Scotland now meeting, the decision. There's a meeting on Friday for the Premier League, isn't there? Well, yeah. So Scotland have decided the the, the uh, Championship League One and Two have decided in Scotland that they are going to finish the season now 
and promotion and relegation is going to stand as it is. They had about similar games towards left, but that's their season done. The Premier League haven't confirmed it yet, but I think the, the voting system they've done is really weird, but they've not all voted at the same time. I think they need one more vote in the Premier League to, to ratify it in the Premier League, and then Scotland's done completely. Um, Belgium have done this basically the same. Uh, from the top division standard, there is an issue that UEFA are saying that they're not going to let people in Europe next year that haven't played to get in Europe. Now, I don't know how, how that's going to affect everybody else, but for us, for me, whatever the Premier League do, we've got to follow suit. And vice versa. Ultimately, um, that decision by UEFA is the one that's going to cost everybody in it. Mm. Because whatever that decision by UEFA stands, the Premier League will not agree to finishing the season. Well, they can't, can they? No. So if the Premier League don't, we can't. Which is probably why Glasgow clubs don't want to as well. Because they are not getting to Europe. So, whatever, whatever UEFA are taking that stance, we're in a bit of a, um, a bit of a stalemate, aren't we? Um, the obvious decision, when you look at it, and I'm trying to look at this as dispassionately as possible, which is difficult, obviously, given the position that we're in. Mm. The easiest solution to this is end the season. It is the easiest solution. End the season look at the clubs that are financially in trouble, that are, that are struggling financially, mm. the clubs that are going to go out of business. Yeah. Deal with that. You've only got a couple of things to deal with then, instead of having to deal with the clubs that are going to go out of business, yeah. trying, to, trying, to, trying to cram in 56 days worth of football between 6th and 30th of June, which is what they're talking about now. We need 56 days to finish the season. It's going to be finished by 30th of June, but we're not starting about 6th. Yeah. Makes no sense. No. Um, but it's the the AFL and the, the Premier League will prevaricate as long as they possibly can in the hope that they don't have to make any sort of decision and upset anybody. Mm. It, it's, but unfortunately, what's going to happen is that the season will recommence behind closed doors and, and it'll just be a mess, I think. Mm. What should happen is they should say, right, enough's enough, finish it, as it is, if you go up, you go up. If you go down, you go down. That's the end of the season. We start again in August. Let's get on with it, boys and girls. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, if 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 we can finish it, I think I think we should finish it. Um, they've got the you might, you might as well give leeway. So if, if it takes the end of July to finish it, take the end of July. I, I don't know why we're setting these timelines of 30 to June when if we if there were a World Cup and we'd be playing to mid July mid July anyway. Because the, it's because of the contracts, isn't it? I suppose, but if but then the, the, there's got to be some leeway given. FIFA are doing their research, aren't they? But um, it's nothing to do with FIFA, FA or EFL, is it? It's contracts between players and clubs. No, but FIFA have got this FIFA Players Union, so if they, if they can make an agreement with the FIFA Players Union to extend it, yeah. but then when do you extend it to? Do you extend it another month, two months, you know? The reports in Germany are that they're going to play half of next season behind closed doors, right. potentially. Obviously, depending on yeah. stuff. No until 2021 is what yeah. they said. Yeah, which would be madness. Madness. Well, club, club, clubs at the lower league, they won't survive. 
There's already reports on Sky Sports. I think Sky Sports News are reporting today yeah. that yeah. League One and League Two clubs that are days away from running out of money. Yeah. Uh, well, supposedly one unnamed League One chairman has said that he, what he thinks he's going to do is cancel all his players' contracts and try his luck in court. And that's yeah. the, that's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be uh, at Gillingham chairman's a bit nuts. Yeah. Or there was somebody else I was thinking of. Maybe South End because they're they're stuffed anyway, aren't they? Yeah, they're stuffed anyway. They're good matters, it. So it wouldn't surprise me if one of them, but you know what, these chairs like to be heard, don't they? You know, of course they do. But they're in trouble. They've got problems, and they're not getting any help from FA, from EFL, from players, from players' union, from PFA or whatever it is. They're not getting any help from anybody. No, they're not. Um, you know, and and, and the, the difficult, and not necessarily the help that's the issue either. On top of that, they're not getting any any sort of uh, guidance on what's going to happen. No. What what possible plans are in place? What contingencies have we got for if we can't start while May, if we can't start while June, if we can't start while July? What are, we, what are the plans that have been put in place? The yeah. EFL have got nothing else to do. <laughs> They've got absolutely nothing else to do whatsoever. There is zero football being played. They could be spending all day, every day, seven days a week, mm. trying to sort this down, coming up with solutions. Yeah. No, you're right. They, 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 they should have. Go on. Sorry. I was just saying that all it is, we'll have another meeting in three weeks and see if anything's changed. You know, go off, off you go and sit in your garden for three weeks. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 